Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as this is ACC Football and Beyond and take a look around the league. It gets uh, open uh, on Thursday night in a matchup that, look, I'm not going to sell you on it. Virginia, Georgia Tech, not very exciting, uh, but they're going to get it going in Bobby Dodd Stadium. I tell you what is interesting, though, and why this game intrigues me. Brent Key has got this Georgia Tech team playing well. I'm curious to see uh, how they finish this season. This is a game they absolutely should win at home. And, and I think any chance of Brent Key, who's, again, done a really nice job of maybe making a run at keeping this job or getting this job, um, certainly depends on getting it done in a game like this. Look, Georgia Tech, we're talking firing their head coach um, before midseason can make a run at a bowl game by getting their fourth win. Um, this Virginia team's not very good. So we got a, a lot to get to in this uh, in this week's uh, matchup. So we'll, let's get right to it. want to remind you, though, that you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on these games as well as all the games around college football and every conference over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of the football season sale today. Uh, you want to get all the content that we have for you on the Landry Football Podcast Network Subscribe, like, and share uh, the Landry Football Podcast Network, if you would. So it is Virginia, Georgia Tech. It's been a rough run for the Cavs the last three games, all ACC losses. But the team's rested. It's had two weeks off after playing uh, like it needed a, a bit of a break. It's a, it's a two and four season. The defense is doing a decent job of taking the ball away. The pass rush has been pretty decent uh, and enough of a problem for this Georgia Tech offensive line to maybe cause some issues. But even with the positives over the last few weeks, Georgia Tech is still awful offensively on third downs. And the line is still the biggest problem. And that's Brent Key's position. So we'll see, um, you know, if that's going to hurt his stock as a head coach. But the team is playing better. They're playing well enough to win. They're not doing anything special. But the defense has stepped up. And It's got uh, wins over Pitt and Duke with the secondary and the pressure from the front being a little bit better, being a little bit more consistent. I thought uh, they ran the football well against Pitt, threw it around pretty well against Duke. Enough of a balance to keep things moving here, you would think, against this Cavalier defense. There aren't uh, major penalty problems. There weren't any turnovers over the last two games. And it's trending up. So we'll see. Uh, Both teams are coming off a two-week break. Both have a Make a break moment here. Um, Georgia Tech can honestly think about a bowl game. Virginia, you know, you know that Tony Elliott's coming back. They're not going to, you know, one year. It's a, It's been a bad year. And it's, um, but Georgia Tech, Brent Key, they're making a coaching change. And is Brent going to be considered for the job? I think this game is a little bit more, um, you know, important or a little bit more desperate for them. Virginia gets four straight home games after this and doesn't leave the um, the state the rest of the way. So win and, and who knows what will happen. Be an interesting game for the reasons that I mentioned. I don't know that the quality is going to be all that good. Hopefully it's competitive. We'll see where it goes. Well, the game of the week uh, is the early kickoff, the noon Eastern time kicking off, Syracuse at Clemson. It is the game of the week because it is 6-0 Syracuse, 7-0 Clemson. Folks, I'm not going to sell this as this great game, however. It is a great storyline because Syracuse has been a great story. The defense has been fantastic. The offense has been balanced. There's more of a passing game. There's versatility. Um, 
they make good adjustments the course of the game. They lead the ACC in total D. It's not allowing much of anything on the ground. No one is able to hit 150 yards. And after a bit of a rough start, the secondaries tighten up. However, they played as weak a schedule as you're going to get. Uh, beat Louisville at the beginning of the year, but they're beating Connecticut and Wagner. And even a nice win as it was against Purdue, probably the best win they had. All those games are at home. And then they're able to beat NC State again at home um, with a really wounded NC State. I want to give Syracuse credit. Look, I will give them credit. Past Syracuse teams might have been, you know, uh, four and two, three and three against the same schedule. Probably would have lost to NC State. Probably would have lost to NC State if they had Devin Leary, but they didn't. Probably would have lost to Purdue. Probably would have lost to Louisville. So this team is 6-0. Let's give them credit for doing that. However, I'm going to stop short of saying they're a real challenger to, to Clemson. They're not. Clemson is, you know, playing well. It's faced, you know, one team so far that can run well. Florida State came up with 206 yards on the ground. Um, Sean Tucker hasn't needed to be the workhorse. He's a great back for Syracuse. But even though this is not the greatest Clemson team, they're still really good. And they're at home. And they look a whole lot better than Syracuse. Um, we're past the midway point of the season. And playing in Death Valley is not the same as going to Connecticut, you know, or someplace like that. So Clemson hasn't placed a tough schedule, but we know what Clemson is. The talent level is really good. I don't know that they've had to deal with people that can uh, really have good balance offensively, running it and throwing it. Clemson can. Uh, I think that's going to be the difference. Purdue's the closest thing, and they got away with a win there. I just think they're getting ready to get their comeuppance. In fact, my concern for Syracuse is that after this game, you, what to make of Notre Dame? That's going to be an intriguing game because Notre Dame's up and down, but I would expect Notre Dame would, would beat them. And then Pitt's going to beat them in the road. Wake Florida State's going to beat them. Then Wake Forest is going to beat them. I think that 6-0 Syracuse is going to end up 7-4 or 6-5 in the next five games. That's what I think Syracuse is getting ready to hit. So I'm not looking ahead, but I kind of am. I think this Clemson team is going to – Cause some problems. Look, Notre Dame and Pitt and Florida State um, are possible that Syracuse can win. And I think going to a bowl game, they're already there. But I think people are getting a little too carried away. While I like what I'm seeing out of Syracuse, I want to see them do it in this game. But my concern is that they're probably not going to win this game. And I think in the next four to five games, there's probably three or four losses still coming ahead for the orange. We'll see. Um, going to be a real interesting uh, challenge for them, but I still think Clemson gets it done. I think the running game, the balance, Will Shipley is going to be a big part of it. Curious to see how long Syracuse can hang around for it, and we'll see what they can do here. Duke at Miami, big game for Miami. Um, Duke's lost three of their last four, but they're playing pretty well. The last two losses were about three points each. The offense picked it up. Good balance against North Carolina. The passing game is pretty effective. The team doesn't beat itself. There's not a whole lot of penalties. 
four turnovers, been spread out. Special teams are good, pretty good. Uh, meanwhile, um, Miami sputtering. Uh, it stopped a, a losing slide against Virginia Tech, but hardly dominant. Um, the secondary uh, will give up at least 250 yards, but it's possible to hit the, the Blue Devil passing defense that struggled against North Carolina's Drake May and Jalen Daniels. Can Miami get it done in the passing game against this vulnerable Duke secondary? Tyler Van Dyke doesn't take a lot of chances, doesn't have to. Uh, he's been pretty effective, completing 65% of his throws. Uh, we'll see, though, if he can be consistent enough and, and get it done here. Uh, Miami doesn't do anything easy. Uh, it's uh, Scoring is difficult. Getting in the red zone is one thing. Getting it in the end zone from the red zone is another. So well, both teams are likely going to keep it pretty close. That's going to really frustrate the Miami faithful in and of itself, that this game is likely not – going to be a blowout so i think in this game's a little bit closer than the point spread indicates uh miami should hold on and win it but by how much again check it out at landryfootball.com we've got more on this one for you bc's at wake forest um for for bc there isn't any running game to speak of um the passing attack has to work it's very simple they got to throw for a bunch of yards they're going to have to Attack this Wake Forest pass defense that has allowed uh, over 300 yards only once, the loss to Clemson. They practice against it every day. Um, uh, the Seminoles got 281 yards with three touchdowns, and, and that uh, Demon Deacon win. And Boston College on two weeks off is we'll see what they're going to be able to get done here. The pass rush for Wake is pretty good, should work. Um, Boston College uh, doesn't have as good a pass protection as they normally do, they doesn't have a rushing offense. Um, the Deeks don't have a problem against teams that can throw because they can get to the quarterback and they throw it better and score it better. I think BC is going to have some moments against this Wake defense, but uh, being plus three in the turnover margin uh, all year is going to have to work in their favor. They're going to have to get Wake into some mistakes or else this game's not going to be real close. Pitts at Louisville. Um, I, you know, the, Pitt team's been a little bit of an enigma. Yeah, they're four and two, and you know, obviously, the loss to Georgia Tech was really surprising. The loss to Tennessee was the one that you can look at and, and justify now. Uh, but they've got enough versatility. They were not healthy and were not really um, uh, awake in that Georgia Tech game, it seemed. But they've got enough versatility offensively to adapt. This is a team that I think is a little bit better than they've shown week in and week out. Doesn't have to wing it around uh, to beat Louisville on the road here. They've been effective enough uh, grinding out the football. You know they've got good backs, particularly uh, one back that is outstanding, and I think they'll live with that. The Louisville passing game uh, needs to be more consistent, more effective in order to win this. Pitt is usually the team with a really good pass rush that takes over games. This year, Louisville has been the best at getting to the quarterback. The D's not – been anything special and the pressure doesn't necessarily translate into enough help of the secondary but they do get some big plays from time to time the pit offensive line's okay uh, but i think they're going to run the football and try to slow down this uh this louisville pass rush turnovers both teams have had a problem with them it's hurt pit and they lost to georgia tech um so we'll see this is a huge game i think for louisville um 
Obviously, Scott Satterfield has got to finish strong here. I think they're looking hard at the program and the direction. I think Pitt is kind of a rebound year. Um, I still think they can have a good season. They've got a good chance to win this. And if you look the rest of the way, um, they've got some opportunities um, to have some success. They've got North Carolina, which is going to be a challenge, Syracuse, and Virginia, Duke, and Miami. So pivotal game here for Louisville um, down the stretch. They, after this one, they've got Wake, James Madison, Clemson, NC State, and Kentucky. So these are winnable games and with the both of these teams having tough games left on their schedule. Really, really big. Got some final thoughts on this game along with the pick as well as all the breakdowns of all the games and all the teams and all the conferences over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check that out. Take advantage of our football season sale uh, and, and uh, get on board with us. And also subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our football show content. College, NFL, we got it covered for you. Appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the games. We'll wrap it up for you early next week.